This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. BuzzFeed uh, did a poll where they asked people if they had a positive or negative view of different celebrities to see uh, who are the most highly regarded celebrities out there. Number one on the list, Danny DeVito tied with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Love it. Both got 96% positive. Yeah, they, I mean, Keanu has really risen to the top. He's as like the a man. saint at He's this that point. Because there's such great stories. Like, he'll buy all his stunt guys, like, full brand new Harleys and give yeah. everybody a watch. And then, give. I think one of the Matrix movies, he took a pay cut to give to the, the production staff. No, he gave it to charity. And it didn't tell anyone about oh. it. It came out, like, decades later. And DeVito, talk about a great second act of your life. This, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Him being on Huge. that show... He's so funny on that show, and it's kind of kept him in the star uh, starlight. Number two was Dolly Parton, 95% positive. I mean, what can you Love say her. negative about Dolly? Number three, Ryan Reynolds, 92% positive. Yeah, big fan as well. Ryan great ambassador Reynolds, for Canada. He's great. He's great. But Ryan Reynolds, as much as I like him, he kind of gives off the vibe of a guy... Like, would I trust him? Because, like, I feel like he's the type of guy who you meet and he's, like, a friend of your girlfriend's and he's, like, trying too hard to... He's, like, <laughs> so saying you, your you, full you name. You just gonna... meet him. He's like, hey, Jim, good to meet you, Jim. Oh, Jim. And he's laughing too you hard at your jokes. he's going to sleep with your fiance? And then secretly he hits on her <laughs> behind your back. That's the feeling I get about Well, Reynolds. he's got his own wife, Blake Lively, who comes in uh, number four with 91%. Positive. Number five, Chris Evans, George Clooney. Six, Tom Hanks, Lady Gaga. Adam Sandler, 82% positive reaction from people. Sandler should be higher. Uh, on the negative end of things, number one, the uh, the most negative huh. was Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook. That's barely a celebrity. 94% of people have a negative opinion of him. Like he is famous, but... Number two, Tide... Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. Okay, these guys don't count. <laughs> They're totally famous. I know, but the, I'm thinking stars, like well, how's entertainers. They like talk about how the mighty have fallen on this. Because I bet if you did this uh, 20 years ago, Ellen DeGeneres would be close to the top of positive. She's now number three on the negative. Yeah, because we saw because she's not the dancing lady she pretends to be. Ninety percent negative. Yeah. Another. Uh, negative celebrity talk show host, James Corden, after that story of him being rude to the wait staff at the restaurant came out. <laughs> Nobody Dude, likes him. If he would have done this poll in England 20 years ago, it would have been the exact same results. They've been on the James Corden hate train for a while. 78% negative. I wonder uh, how Taz and Jim would do. Ooh, probably right on the fence. <laughs> fitty, fitty. I think I might, I'd be probably top negative. You might be positive, Jim. It's 60, Take it 40, as a compliment. One way or the other. <laughs> Very divisive, yeah. Taz and Jim. You got a question? Ask a lawyer. Ask a lawyer. A question about custody or his neighbor. Ask a lawyer. Ask a lawyer. Ian Snedden is a partner with Cohen Hiley Lawyers. He joins us once a month to field your questions. What do you got for him? How are you, Ian? I'm doing well, Taz. Child support related question here. This one about a, an 18 year old who's off to school, Jim. Yes. Hey, Ian, my oldest daughter just turned 18. She's off to university. If she lives on the campus, do I continue to pay her mom support? Or can I give it directly to her for schooling? And if she lives with her mother during university, do I continue to pay as well? 
Oh, so, so a really good question because that does come up. So the child support guidelines uh, have a calculator where you take into account that a child is away at school. So on the one hand, their expenses are lower because they're not eating at home, they're not using uh, the heat, the, the water, all that kind of stuff from home. But they're probably going to be there during the summer, maybe over Christmas, that sort of thing. So the, the parent still has to maintain a home for that person. So there would be child support. It would be reduced. And as far as who to pay, um, you can pay the ex, but in some circumstances, the court would allow you to pay the adult uh, child, particularly if you could show that mom is not really using the money for the child's benefit. That would be my nightmare. If you're paying the, how do you know if you're paying child support that the money is being spent that you're giving on, on the child and, and the mom's not using it to gallivant around town with her new boyfriend? <laughs> right? Or even just like buy smokes. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Because that's got to be the one of the main things bought with child support. Now, of course, I smokes think... Smokes and yeah. booze. Now, you got you to gotta support the child, but I just I wonder... I don't know. It reminds me of like Brendan Fraser's in the news, and it's because at one point, well, he's now he's making money again. But at one point, like when he got divorced twelve years ago, he got screwed. He was paying a million dollars a year in child support. Now, how much does it cost to raise a child? Like a yeah. million dollars, but for an average family, and like then blue he stopped collar, making movies, and he still same had thing, to pay that much. Same thing happened to Dave Foley yeah. from Kids in the Hall. He he had uh, news radio, his his TV sitcom on the air when he got divorced, so his payments were through the roof. And then guess what? He yeah. didn't have a sitcom he was on, and he wasn't making the same money, and it basically bankrupted him. Okay, one more for you, Ian. You ready? Yeah, I'm still thinking about news radio. I missed show this. That show. was a good show. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Hey? What's he up to these days? Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, that's right. His income may have gone up since news radio. Don't get divorced, Rogan. Good morning, uh, Taz and Jim. My question for the lawyer is, my wife and I have been separated for 20 years. We never got divorced. Is there any way I can Wild. divorce her without having to contact her? <laughs> Kids are grown. No property or valuables involved. Well, the, the short answer is yes. Uh, you can hire a lawyer. Uh, you could do it on your own, but it's generally not a good idea. So you hire a lawyer who will use a paralegal or a clerk, probably, that's what you want, uh, to do the divorce. And as a matter of serving her with papers, the only claim is for divorce. Uh, and if you don't pursue costs or any other relief, then uh, you can get the divorce, which is important for two reasons. One, it's important for if you run, want to get remarried, you have to get divorced first. And then secondly, uh, unless you have a separation agreement or you're divorced, then your estate is going to go to your ex-wife, which he probably does not want. No, so if he dies, his ex-wife gets everything. Don't want that. Right, or a substantial amount. And she's probably going to sell it all and buy smokes with it. (laughs) If I know ex-wives. The Taz and Jim Podcast. If you're listening in the Niagara region, you may have felt the ground shaking yesterday. You weren't imagining things. That massive earthquake that happened in Turkey and Syria apparently could be felt as far as Niagara, Buffalo, New York, people uh, equating it to a loud bang or like a bulldozer operating outside their home. Yeah, people said their house was shaking. 
It was a big one. Uh, the footage coming out of Turkey and Syria is devastating. Just buildings going down, uh, collapsing. The death toll is absolutely massive. They're saying it has surpassed 5,000 people dead wow. with 5,775 buildings confirmed collapsed. Uh, they're still sifting through the rubble, searching for those who are missing. And you know, this is another one of those situations where you see people trapped for 12, 15 hours or longer getting pulled out, you know, the miracles. Oh, yeah, terrifying. I saw a dad, like, half buried up. He only had his arm and his neck out, and his little boy was sitting beside him, like, oh, waiting for him God. to be rescued. It is unreal. We've posted on the Taz and Jim Facebook page a link. Um, it's a global news article. At the bottom, there's a link to the Humanitarian Coalition, which is a way Canadians can donate to get cash over there to provide relief for uh, for Turkey and Syria during this crisis that they're going through. So Taz and Jim on Facebook, if you want to give what you can, you can find the information there. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Is this the solution for a struggling movie theater industry? Is this going to solve their problems? Down in the U.S., movie theater chain AMC says they're going to start charging different ticket prices based on the seat locations in the theater. So you will be paying more to sit in the better seats in the movie theater. Is this one of these things where you'll pay less to sit closer, or now the closest one will be the baseline price we were already paying, and then you'll be paying a premium on top? Because this is like a shady way of them saying, oh, we're balancing things out, but probably not. Their argument would be, if you look at going to a concert, or you look at going to a, a theater show, you know, live theater, you're paying more for the premium seats in those situations, so why not give it a try in the movie theater? The new pricing system is called Sightline. So it works like this. If you get standard Sightline seats, they'll be the most common, and they'll be available for the usual cost of a ticket. So standard Sightline seats, the price is not going to go up for those. Okay. However, there will be value Sightline seats uh you know the ones off to the side in the back corner maybe right up front where you have to kink your neck to look at the screen the value sightline tickets are going to cost slightly less okay than the standard sightline seats so those tickets are actually apparently going to be going down in price now here's where they make the money preferred sightline <laughs> seats will cost you slightly more and those are the primo seats, usually right in the middle of the theater. So oh. the, the big clumping, you know, you got the uh, you got all the speakers pointed directly at you. Your 3D glasses are going <laughs> to work better because you're looking directly at the screen. The preferred sightline seat's going to cost you a little bit more. Huh. They're going to kick this off uh, across the U.S. in some test cities, New York, Chicago, KC. And they plan on having it in all their locations by the end of the year. I thought, I thought, you know, the movie theater was the great mixing bowl. You know, there was no class. Everybody's in there. It's all about who got their tickets first. But everybody's in the same seat for, uh, you know, generalities. But now we're going to look in there and we're going to see the rich people are in the good yeah. seats. The poor people are stuck in the bad seats. That's right. 
If you want to bring your family now, well, well, those kids are pretty much half. They're going to have to sit in the front if you don't have a lot of money, and they're going to sit in the worst seats in the house. Yeah. Could cause some uh, some class warfare. Oh, yeah. Popcorn being thrown from the rich section to the poor section and back. I think, well, the poor people are like, yeah, give me the free popcorn, please. <laughs> I don't think they'll mind. Well, the last big in- innovation really was the reserved seating. I, I like how that one's worked out. You used to yeah, have that to, makes sense. If you wanted to get a good seat at the movie theater years ago, like there's there's people alive who don't even know this used to be a thing. You had to show up the movie like 45 minutes early so you could be the first one in the theater, sit down in the middle. Oh, yeah. You would see it when I was growing up with Star Wars Episode One. People were lining yeah. up, you know, before the internet. Really. Because you want the good seats, yeah. but now you can just buy your seats online and say, boop, boop. Those are the two seats I, I have want. I have no problem with that because it c- keeps the sidewalks clear. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, yeah. No, it's convenient. That was a good innovation. I like it. This one, I'm not sure. It just seems like I, I, I don't see how, it, how it's going to benefit the user. Maybe if you got like a wonky eye or something and you don't mind sitting off to the side. Finally, it's paying off. <laughs> <laughs> My it left eye looks drifts. Better. It looks better from over here and I'm paying less money. Suckers. Will you love them or will you leave them? Will you choose the ring or choose freedom? Take a hockey game or will you keep them? Either way, one thing is free. Will you love them or will you leave them? Repose now, we're never gonna see them. You'll never get down dirty under the sheets, but you and some buddies get four golden seats. Hey, it's up to you. Love them or leave them is our Valentine's Day contest here at Taz and Jim, the ultimate ultimatum. And uh, we asked people who've been in a relationship for a while, they're kind of wondering why their partner hasn't popped the question yet to enter this contest. One of those people, Vanessa, she is today's qualifier. And Vanessa, you seem a little surprised that we called you. Why? Because, I don't know, I just... Don't expect myself to be like a lucky person. Well, you might be lucky. Vanessa, tell us about your relationship. You have a partner named Matthew, right? Yeah. He's a good guy. He's a straight... He's a... (laughs) He's a a lovely guy. We've been together for about three years now. Okay. Um, When I first met him, he was kind of dating someone else. (laughs) And we kind of ended up in this interesting, throuple-like situation, which wasn't ideal for me and not necessarily something I wanted. Now, but, a, th- uh, a throuple, just to clarify, is three people in, in a relationship, kind of more of like a modern dating situation. Yeah. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> it's new, right? <laughs> Yeah, but it's not it's not traditional, you know, three people in a relationship. I I don't know, it'd be a little crowded for me. It sounds like Vanessa maybe it was a little crowded for you as well. Yes, with her involved. But you know what? I really liked Matt and I thought, you know, let's uh just see how this goes. Okay. And it didn't so did you long. did he like kind of hang out with you two separately or would you do th- everything together, the three of you? We would do things together. Yes. Lots Fun. of things together. Yeah. Like, I'm picturing a bicycle with three seats. Right. Exactly. Go for a nice uh, three-seater bike ride through sure. the park. You know, uh, go on roller coasters sure, together. Sure. Someone's got to be the single rider. Yeah, but. yeah. A threesome at the golf course. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So you did things together. And is she out of the picture now? 
Completely, Good yeah. Rated. And it's been us too for like like two and a half years now. Yeah. And you know, like we're living together, we do everything together. We're gonna be thirty this year. Yeah. I don't know Matt so. personally, but you know, it sounds like he's lived a life already. You know, sometimes when you're, like, young in your 20s, you're like, I don't want to settle down. I've got so much more life to live. Matt's been doing all right. Matt, you've done pretty good so far. Maybe it's time to settle down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm like, I'm not really sure what we're waiting for. I think he's happy with just the two of us. Oh, Um, you're worried. You're worried that after the other stuff, maybe things in the boudoir aren't spicy enough he needs exactly he needs another exactly. person in there <laughs> but that's not something you want anymore you're you, you don't no, want another person it a, it's a tough conversation to have mm-hmm. but i would like it to just be us two for the rest of our lives okay does he like hockey he does yeah right. three on three anyway <laughs> 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 Are you worried if he did get the ultimatum that he he may take the Toronto hockey tickets instead of the engagement ring? It's a real life possibility, but you know, it's something that I have to know and then if I have my answer then you know, it'll be closure either way. Maybe he'll take those four hockey tickets and try to get into a quadruple. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Okay, well, you're at a crossroads here, Vanessa. You're at a crossroads. An interesting start to the relationship, but you're ready for something a little more traditional. Yes, absolutely. Well, you have qualified for Taz and Jim's Love em or Leaf em. Will Matt, if he uh, is the one we call on Valentine's Day, will he take that $5,000 J.B. Simpson engagement ring or gold seats for the Toronto Maple Leafs? I guess we'll have to wait to find out. Happy oh Valentine's Day, Vanessa. Okay, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> will you love them or will you leave them? Will you choose the ring or choose freedom? Time for sports. Devin Peacock is with us. This no, Tom Brady is not going to unretire again. Tom Brady just loves to. I, I, I don't think he's going to. He's but a tease. You can't. You can't rule it out based on his history. So he, of course, everyone knows about this ten-year, three hundred and seventy-five million-dollar contract that he has signed with Fox uh, to be their lead uh, color analyst. However. He will not start until the fall of 2024, so all next season he will not be on air as an analyst. He may pop up at some point for Fox, but he will not be doing the job he signed until fall of 2024. Mm. He was talking to uh, Colin Coward from uh, Fox Sports 1 who asked him, does this mean maybe you'll come back for one more season? And he said there's a less than 1% chance. But you're saying there's a chance. Come on. He's, he's hit better odds than that. Or worse <laughs> odds, I should say. He says he wants to be the absolute best he can be as an analyst, which is an important part because, you know what? There's no guarantee that Tom Brady is going to be good at that job. Like, I no think he'll be okay. Really? I if don't know. If Jim and I can be professional broadcasters, I think Tom Brady can handle it. <laughs> yeah. You don't think he's going to, because I don't, like, I don't specifically remember, like, Peyton Manning, you see him before he retires, you're like, this guy's got it. Yeah, you see he, him on Saturday he has Live, charisma, he's for sure. Tom Brady has charisma, but I've never heard him say anything funny 
or anything really like good off the cuff. Who knows the game of football that's better it. than Tom Brady, though? Yeah, that's the thing. Well, but so here's the... All, here's, I heard someone complaining about his voice. You're like, oh, his voice is going to be annoying. I'm like, it's a, it's a normal voice. and he, It's pretty normal. No can, one can be can more... start talking I mean, like this. Tony Romo doing the gym! Like doing the gym! Like you want to like have a drinking game during CBS games where <laughs> that amount of times, like, this is so exciting, Jim! Like but Tony he, Romo going nuts. He, and you've said it, is amazing. Yes. Yeah. He'll call plays like well, three plays in advance. But that's what you want them for. So, I mean, but if that, if that theory always rang true, then Wayne Gretzky should have been the best head coach. Uh, you know, Larry Bird should have been the best head coach in the NBA. Well, so, coaching's different than being an analyst. Is it? You're explaining yeah. the game to people but you who have to don't command see the room. Yeah, you have I would to, say uh, Tom Brady would have a better chance. Like Tom Brady, as a quarterback, has more experience uh, coaching already than Wayne Gretzky would have had being the star of his hockey team. Would you not agree with that? Being a quarterback, you need to be a, a stronger leader than what Wayne Gretzky was. Yeah, yeah you are the leader of the team. Uh, You're the leader of the team. Wayne Gretzky was the captain of his team. Sure, you're the captain, but... Not every play goes through you. I think more responsibility lands on a quarterback than a uh, hockey, a star hockey player. We're, we're, this is uh, apples and oranges. Well, you're the one who made this argument start happening, so... Uh, we're, we're talking uh, skates and cleats here. Can we all agree that Giselle would be a better option? <laughs> all I'm saying is, like... Well, like, from an aesthetic standpoint, Giselle? Just set her on the know. field. Like, she knows enough about football. She's been around the game long enough. Let's She's go down to the field with Giselle. Yeah, Tom yeah. Brady might be great, but also, I would not be excited to see him host Saturday Night Live. He seems kind of boring. Yeah, yeah. Like, to be honest, I'd rather see Gronk in the booth, and he probably knows less about the game. I'd re- he probably analyzes film less effectively than Tom Brady would, but he's fun. He's fun to watch. It's one thing to know the game. It's another thing to be able to explain the game and be able to present it in an entertaining way, which not everyone can do. Guys, if Tom Brady can win my Tampa Bay Buccaneers a Super Bowl, <laughs> I think he can handle talking about football on TV. <laughs> you only want him one if he's so great. <laughs> He didn't win them too. Thanks, Dad. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. What would you do if you're playing around at golf and an airplane landed on your fairway? Would you play through? <laughs> I'd certainly take some strokes off my score. I'll tell you that much. Plane force to make an emergency landing on a golf course in Florida, and the golfers pushed it off the green so they could finish the hole. <laughs> <laughs> I can see my buddies. You're on my line. You are right. <laughs> Hey, July, you jerk. <laughs> Land in your plane. Or during the round of my life. Must have not have been a 747. It was a small Cessna type plane, yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, a small plane. I don't know exactly what type. It's a small plane. It was near uh, Fort Myers down in Florida. The Lee County Sheriff's Office deputies say they responded to the Deltura Golf Course in North Fort Myers, for an emergency plane landing, the pilot was the pilot was the only occupant on board. Was uninjured. The plane was moved off the course, and no golfers were forced to take a mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> the important part. <laughs> the uh, there's photos and there's witnesses who confirm that the golfers <laughs> just pushed the plane off. Like, don't you know you don't... It's okay to drive a plane on the fairway, but you don't drive it on the green. That's <laughs> yeah. just a faux pas. There's a three-foot radius around it you should probably yeah. avoid. Come on. Yeah, he won't be invited back to that golf course, that pilot. <laughs> Unbelievable. The Taz and Jim Podcast. I don't know where to go to even now. I 
Taz and Jim's I Don't Know is the game we're playing here. You ask us a trivia question. If we don't know the answer, we will give you the prize. $100 for Lotto Max. Could make you a millionaire. Now, if we don't uh, think your question fits the perimeters that we have set, <laughs> which are uh, up to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your question's ridiculous, yeah. basically. You're and gone. The perimeters keep closing in. <laughs> no obscure sports questions, Taz. I'm going to throw that one out there. Don't ask us how many assists a random player got in 1972. All that right. kind of nonsense. We're still going with that? Yeah. yeah that one stumped us too many times. <laughs> Not our forte. As they say. Let's go to Mike. He's up first. Hey, Mike. Hey, good morning. What is your question? Okay, using only one row of keys on a keyboard, what is the longest word you can spell? And I'll give you a hint. It's the QWERTY row. The QWERTY row? Yeah. Now, this is a riddle that has been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. I believe. You've heard it? I, I think I have heard it. Like, would this have been around before computers? Uh, like, I didn't hear it until after computers. Is, like, would it have been around when there was typewriters? Yep. Would the word be Maybe. typewriter? Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> you can spell typewriter with the top row of a keyboard, and it is the longest word you can spell with yeah, one row. I of, see. Uh, we learned that in typing class in high school. <laughs> Taz, nice pull from yeah, high school. Thank you. Uh, have well, a great a day. Question, hey, it, it, it was fun. It was fun, and a lot of people hearing that, I'm sure, will use that trivia question in their daily lives. <laughs> yes, and if there's any other trivia questions uh, right, coming up, day, please ask yeah. it based on something that's right in front of my face, too, so I can look <laughs> directly at it, even though I probably never would have figured that out. Yeah, typewriter. Okay, let's go to Ty. You're up next, Ty. What's your question for us? Uh, the movie The Sandlot. Mm-hmm. What year was it released? Ooh. What year was The Sandlot released? I've been seeing a lot this of pictures was... of the cast nowadays. I just saw Wendy uh, Peppercorn and Squints, a picture of them from like a comic convention online, and they're looking like they're around my age. I do remember the film came out, I got to say, 90s. I watched it in Tom Boyd's basement on VHS. Yeah, yeah. To me, this movie always existed. This was like one we had on VHS when I was a kid. It was my go-to movie. 90s for sure. I'm saying it's between like 90 and 92. It's got to be. I'd say older than that because I think I I was in high school when I'd watch. Or was that when it was on TV? Uh, the Sandlot. I'm going to say 1990. I no, think. it's not old enough. Go higher. Wait, higher. Do you want to go? Do you want to go 90? If you go 92, I'll go 93. That's young. That's younger. You, you said, said old. You I said, said 1990. 1990. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you said it's older than that. No, I was older, is what I meant. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, so okay, you, you, I'll trust you here because you know sometimes when I know an album came out based on what year I was in high school listening yeah. to it, so I'll trust you on this one. You, you think it's ninety two, ninety three? Uh, it might be ninety one now. <laughs> okay, we gotta get. I'm gonna say ninety one. I'm gonna split the difference. I'm gonna say nineteen ninety one then. And I'll say nineteen ninety three. What year did the Sandlot come out, Ty? Ninety three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am carrying the team today, Jim. <laughs> Let's go to Rob. Rob, you've got a general trivia question. What is it? What's the acronym for LED? 
Uh, light emitting device? Light emitting device? Is that. I don't know. I just pulled that out of my butt. What about uh, something? I'd say the E display. stands for electronic display. display. Liquid Li- electronic display would be my guess. What's your guess, Jim? Um, electric. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, lithium electronic display. I don't or, know. Or what about lighted? Lighted, lighted electronic, electronic display. display. I'm going liquid. Jim's going lighted. What do you got? It's light emitting diode. Never would have got diode. I said emitting device to start with, but diode? Light emitting diode. Define diode right now or we're hanging up on you. What's a diode? You don't even know. (laughs) That's what the TV guy told me when I bought my new TV. (laughs) I love just like the random knowledge you got hearing a conversation.